We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association ND. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to yet another edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia. And with me, as always, every Friday, Sergeant McKechnie himself, John In McKechnie. the flesh. In the flesh. What's going on, man? I'm glad you survived Vegas, first of all. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, a uh, stroke of luck for sure to, to make it out alive, as it always is. But uh, uh, certainly... Had an excellent time out there. Won some money on the home run derby, so that that also uh, helped th- helped matters. But uh, yeah, great time out there. It's uh, yeah, Vegas never lets you down. No, no, it doesn't. Well, I mean, it's it doesn't pick you up either. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you gotta you gotta make your own luck a little bit out there. Yeah, for sure. you do. And uh, if you listen to the pod yesterday, kids, uh, I I made a little luck for you. I gave you that royal stack with all those guys, and I told you, listen, I know it's Fulmer, but the Tigers are closing up shop. So uh, if you didn't believe me, I'm sorry for you. And if you did, congratulations. I hope you go and enjoy that boat that you can buy now. All right, so <laughs> let's get to it. I, I, don't, I wish you get a boat. Yeah. You know, I think you I and mean, I, I already have a captain's room. hat. Like, yeah, so it only makes there. sense. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's get to Friday slate. There is no shortage of options tonight in cash games for pitchers. Uh, you have that one off day game, so forget that. Throw that out. I don't want any, you know, playing all day with that Cubs line up in there with the Cardinals and, and Martinez. No, no, no. Let's just keep going. So yep. Chris Sale, 11,800. He's on the road in Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim Stadium there. Uh, Max Scherzer at Arizona. Then you got Alex Wood, 10,200. So Scherzer's in the middle with 11,006. Now, I've been trying to go over this for the last, last half hour or so and trying to figure out which way between Scherzer and Sale. I don't think I go down to Wood, even though he's been spectacular. I think I feel better in the cash games going up the grand and paying for the uh, for Scherzer or Sale. And, and look, I understand people at this point buying Alex Wood. I do too. But we're talking Sale and Scherzer, and we're talking putting money where our mouth is. So yep. 
I'm curious before I give you my take, which way are you leaning between sale and Scherzer tonight? I mean, both of them have been so absurd for over the course of this entire season. And then uh, did some looking. Uh, their, their last five starts are borderline identical. Sale, yeah. uh, 198 ERA in that stretch, 0.7 whip, uh, 55 strikeouts in 36 innings. Uh, Scherzer, 1-3 ERA, 0.66 whip, uh, 49 strikeouts in 34 and two-thirds. So a little bit higher of a strikeout rate on sale, but better overall numbers on Scherzer, and he draws a, a you know the tougher matchup uh, tonight going against the Diamondbacks, who are the third best team offensively at home in terms of uh, WOBA, whereas uh, the Angels, who Sales going against, uh, third worst in baseball. But I think some of that has to do with missing Trout for such a long time. Um, I think that it you know it, the the price differential makes it sort of a coin flip between the two of them. I mean that two hundred dollars is kind of negligible. Um, I think that I'm I'm going to lean uh, Scherzer. I just think that uh, he's got a better team around him right now offensively. I've I've had several times this year where I watch Sale uh, go seven plus and see the bullpen. Even Kimbrel kind of loot, you know cost him the win. Uh, whereas Scherzer, obviously his bullpen is is pretty bad too. But I, I just give him the lean tonight. I think he's going to be a little bit less owned because that matchup is a little bit tougher. But I, I like the way he's pitching a little bit more. Yeah, I'm going to go sale because okay. $200 more against Ricky Nolasco. Basically, I'm paying $200 extra for Ricky Nolasco. Fair. That's, that's, that's my decision there. And, uh, and God, you know, I'm trying to give Godly a little credit too on the other end because I think Godly's had a very good season. I think a very under-the-radar kind of season. Mm-hmm. And I think for the $200 more, choosing my opponent being Ricky Nolasco – I think it's worth that $200 premium there. I don't think you can go wrong. I think it's going to be – it'll be fascinating to see because if one of them happens to bottom out, one of them has an off night, you know, and and doesn't put up a big strikeout performance, let's say a six – you know, if one of them goes six innings with six strikeouts and gives up three runs and, you know, just a regular old quality start and the other one, you know, goes double digits, it's going to be a huge – uh, delineator in terms of where the pay lines are and and who, who had who in the ownership. So exactly. uh, I'm going to pay the $200 for sale. Let's continue to go down to the GPP world here where we have some options. You got you Darvish, possibly his last start as a Texas Ranger. We know he's on the trading block. We'll see what happens with that. You've got big Irv, Irvin Santana against <laughs> the Detroit Tigers, who I told you are folding up the tents. Uh, you've got Godley if you want to go completely oppo. And you got Alex Cobb on there, who's pitched very well. My problem with Cobb is that he's very win-slash-quality-start dependent. I like those guys that I don't have to worry about that variable, that the win is a bonus, basically, and I'm already getting a floor. And that's why from 81 up to 84, I'd rather pay $300 more for Mike Fires against your Baltimore Orioles, weather permitting. I think without Correa in that lineup, I think Fires is that guy that even if he doesn't go six innings, you're expecting somewhere around seven strikeouts, somewhere in that range. And I think that's going to give you a 30 probably regardless. You know, he doesn't have to. I mean, he's had starts where he's gone four innings and put up 30 points on FanDuel. And I think that's what I'm looking for in the GPP world. Because if he should have a really good outing and get the quality start and get the win, you're talking about a 50-point night possibly from Fires. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the Orioles, I mean, for as well as they played this past week, I mean, the, the Rangers and their pitching staff is, you know, a huge cut below uh, what the Astros are, are working with here. And, you know, Fires can turn it over to that bullpen and, and you know, it's kind of lights out from there. But Fires in his own right has actually had a really nice bounce back. I'd say probably since like the beginning of May. He, mm-hmm. You know, he kind of looked like same old Mike Fires earlier in the season, but he's had some really, really nice outings 
uh, over the last couple of months. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I think that uh, he can certainly get deep deep enough into this game to where the quality start bonus is in play. Uh, and he can certainly miss enough bats, you know, like, you know, six or more strikeouts in, in each of his last four outings. You know, he went, he fanned 11 twins last time out. So that's obviously encouraging. So uh, if you're going under 9,000, I like it. Um, I also, I wanted to get your thoughts on Aaron Nola uh, because he's 9,100. So it's not, it's not super cheap as far as your GPPs are concerned. But uh, over his last five starts, his splits are, are comparable to what uh, Sale and Scherzer had, uh, not quite in terms of strikeouts, but he's still doing over uh, uh, a strikeout per inning in that stretch, uh, good at limiting the home runs. And I think that people are going to shy off of him a little bit because he is going against that Brewers lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that drives his, his ownership percentage down a little bit. Uh, so I think Nola is kind of sneakily pretty interesting tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with you about Nola. It's the thousand dollar difference, or you know, eight hundred or so between, uh, or it was a seven between Nola and Mike Fires, where mm-hmm. you know that I think that's where it enters in. I'll tell you what, if I was doing multi entry tonight, I would have Nola shares with a little bit lesser offense, and I would have Mike Fires with a little bit more offense, and you know that's the way I would roll tonight. Those would be my two guys, and I'm glad you pointed out Nola because that was the last guy that we were going to touch on. Um, but if I was single entry, Fires would be the guy. I got one shot at it. That's the way I would personally go just to give myself a little bit more offensive floor because I'll tell you what, I want some shares tonight in that Cincinnati-Miami game. Ooh, do oh, do I? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Urena. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> you got Urena. You got Homer Bailey. I mean, I want to get my popcorn ready because I feel pretty good about this one tonight. Um, and And – you know, God, God bless Homer Bailey and his 10 ERA. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so like at the end of the day, he still kind of looks like Christian Bale. So, I mean, he's, he he's okay. He does. He really does. But it's like more towards the, like the machinist than towards Batman. You know, he's kind of he's <laughs> like early in the third one when he, when he's just like a shut in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when he's been in the prison for too long and his back doesn't work. That's kind of Homer Bailey. <laughs> Don't mind us, guys. We're just having a good time talking baseball. We're, I guess, we're working. I'm not sure. We're really right. buttoned up. Yeah. yeah, we really are. We really should. Uh, we should have more fun. All right. So on the catcher side, you got Cervelli at top dollar. Holy crap! Thirty six hundred. No, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, nope. I know it's Colorado, but uh, unless you know somebody is where Aaron Judge dressing up in the Cervelli costume, I don't want any shares of this. Uh, Gary Sanchez uh, in Seattle at thirty three against the lefty Andrew Moore. That's a little bit more appealing if I want to pay up for a catcher. If you want to save for a catcher, tell me uh, where is it you're looking for right now? Are you going to go all the way down to maybe McCann in Baltimore tonight? Again, this is all weather permitting. Or uh, our favorite, 2,900 Sal Perez, always a good buy against James Shields. That's fine by me. Yeah, that, that I was going to go back to that Royals well a little bit. Uh, like you mentioned earlier last night, that worked out so well. And uh, I don't even think this is, this is really a, a – points chasing scenario because he gets an even better matchup tonight going against uh james shields who you know probably isn't going to be uh long for that game i'd be surprised if he makes it out of the fourth and then obviously the white Sox just gave away all their all their relief pitchers too so i mean the 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 royals are going to have easy pitching this entire game and i think perez is a guy that that you know he's he's been hitting well lately uh, he even stole a base last night. I mean, that's just completely off the walls. So at 2,900 with, with that kind of matchup uh, and 
you know, you can also get some other cheap pieces of the Royals uh, to stack against James Shields tonight. So I think Perez is is kind of a necessary part of that if you wanted to go that route. So 2900 for him, uh, I'm all for it. And then Posey at 33 against Cahill. What are your thoughts on that real quick? Um, I, Posey's a guy that, uh, you know, he's such a quality hitter. He's, you know, arguably the best hitting uh, overall catcher in baseball. But the, the floors is, or the, the ceilings is not there. He only has two home runs. Uh, at home this season, and Cahill's been competent enough. I mean, I, I don't think that it really stops Posey from getting to double digits. I just don't really see him uh, like getting past like that 15-point threshold. I see him between 10 and 15 pretty much on a given night. All right, let's go over to first base. you got uh, Goldie against Scherzer, top of the board here. Uh, is that a worthy contrarian play, or does the fact that you know, it is Scherzer limit that ceiling, even at 4K that you just kind of pass considering the depth that's available at first. Yeah, I am going to, I am going to pass on Goldschmidt this time around. I think that Scherzer's just pitching, you know, basically in another universe right now. So even though you do get a relative discount for, for Goldschmidt, uh, there are a lot of other more appealing options for me in terms of matchup uh, down the board. So I am off of Goldschmidt this evening. Now, Josh Bell, because all the way up, you know, who's been, you know, pretty good lately. Right now, up to 3,900 because of the cores bump. But, I mean, can you justify that right now, the way he's hitting right now? I mean, the power is still always going to be a question with him, in my opinion. But he's in cores, so maybe we give him a break tonight. I, th- I do, and I think that uh, when he when he's facing a righty, when he gets to, to go from the left side, I, I've seen some of his home runs from the left side, and they, they're just absolute taters. I, mean, I remember – I think one of his first home runs ever, he hit one into the Allegheny against Jake Arrieta when Jake Arrieta was still good uh, last year. And it's like, geez, this guy can hit. Um, so, uh, he, you know, the average has come up a little bit this month. He's hitting 283 this month. Uh, he does just have two home runs uh, in July. But uh, I think that something has to give. Like free, uh, Kyle Freeland's numbers at, at home, he's only given up four home runs in 55 and, and two-thirds innings at Coors. Uh, that just doesn't. That doesn't happen over the full course of a season, I don't think. And the, the Pirates are starting to heat up a little bit. They're they're back in the in the playoff hunt, and I think Bell's a, a big reason why uh, hitting in the middle of that lineup. So uh, I don't think he's going to be super high owned, even with the cores factor involved. Um, and I, I think that he's a good play tonight. All right, Vado with thirty nine hundred. I think that I will take Vado over Bell. Uh, I know he hasn't gone yard since the break, as you pointed out to me earlier. But I'll tell you this: uh, you know, it's still Joey Vado. I don't care what Urena's numbers or overall whip or whatever it is, you know, on the road. I don't care. I'll still go that route. However, there are two guys, Hosmer at 34 and Bohr at 33. I think Bohr on the other side at 33 is your lock it up. I mean, the ownership's going to be high, but I don't care. Yep. I'm going to lock him up at first base with either Scherzer or Sale, whichever way people depend on going in cash tonight. Yeah, I mean, I it, it almost felt like like the algorithm was off that the Justin Bohr's down at thirty three hundred uh, in Great American going against Homer Bailey, who I think is giving up uh, you know small sample size, but uh, two and a half home runs uh, per nine is is his home run rate right now, which is absolutely astronomical. Uh, and Bohr, as everyone knows, can certainly put him out uh, with the best of them. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to ignore that thirty three hundred price tag with that kind of upside. I, I do like Hosmer too for a hundred more. Uh, you know, especially if you already have have uh, Perez in your lineup, then I think a, a Perez Hosmer uh, mini stack certainly works. But yeah, stacking up some Marlins tonight and getting Bohr into that equation uh, certainly is one of the better plays out there tonight. 
All right. Uh, obviously, second base, most of the guys we usually see up there. LeMayhew at 36, I think is a trap. You agree? Uh, I do. I mean, I, yeah. I've fallen for this trap almost every Friday this season. So, <laughs> he's only he's only like 3,500, 3,600. Yeah. But, you know, it's just uh, for, as, for as solid as, a, as an on-base guy and, and just overall – uh, hitter he is in terms of his average he just isn't giving you the dfs upside that you want from someone uh that, that's priced in that re- in that area um something that that also has kind of caught my eye recently is that is how hot dustin pedroia has been i i don't have his full numbers since the break in front of me but i mean he's double digits in each of his last four games uh with some monster games in there two home runs in his last three uh multi home runs in all in each of his last three games uh so tonight uh, he's going against Ricky Nolasco. Uh, I think Pedroia at 3,700 also, if you wanted to pay up at, the, at a middle infield spot, would be the way to go. All right. Now, Logan Forsyth is a guy I wanted in the lineup yesterday. It didn't happen, unfortunately. But uh, he should be back in there tonight. That will be you know, my assumption. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong. There's no other reports. It looks like just a, a day off for Forsyth. And at 33, you've got him in that range there against Garcia, which also could be his last game because he did not get traded last night. I know the rumors are happening, but did it actually go down? I, I uh, no, it, yeah, yeah. They, they said it wasn't going to get finalized last night now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see if he gets yanked. And I'll tell you what, that's a situation to watch closely because if Garcia does get yanked and this goes to some kind of weird bullpen combination, you want to get a whole lot of Dodger shares tonight. Yeah, and I think, I think they might be – uh, I know that they scratched Aaron Blair at Gwinnett last night. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so this could be his first start at the big league level this season. Uh, and that does not bode well against a team that's won, what, 31 out of 36 games? No, not so great. Not so great. <laughs> you got scope in that range, but it's against fire. So I'm a little bit cooler on that one. Sure. And then Cano at 34, where against Sabathia, the lefty-lefty, eh, it's not my ideal Robinson Cano spot, but – I'll tell you what, you know, I think that it's equally responsible there for him as it is to go up to the top of the board where some of these other guys are. I mean, you know, I I do love Murphy at 3,700 in Arizona. I know Godley's pitched well, but uh, I'll always take my chances with uh, the professional bat that is Daniel Murphy, too, if I do want to pay up a little bit. I know he's been quiet the last two games, but before that, he was uh, having multi-games in three straight. So just keep that in mind, kids out there, while uh, while you're looking around. All right, third base. We've got Nolan Arenado, who had himself a week a couple days ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that was a pretty nice afternoon for him. Justin Turner, 39, who, as we mentioned, if all of a sudden some weird things turn over, I think Turner's a guy that goes flying up boards or, again, late swaps and things like that if this news comes down late, which it might. You know, there might be one of these things where, you know, he's going to be the pitcher and they're going to put him out there. And then, you know, an hour before game time, it changes. So, Pay close attention to that. Uh, as you continue to go down, you got Miguel Sano, you got Anthony Rendon, uh, Machado. I want to talk about now. I keep talking about Machado because I think he's poised for a big second half. As I always talk about on the program here, the walks have been up. He's got five walks in his last twenty-one at bats or so, and walking more than he's striking out. That's always a good thing. He's got four walks in his last four games. I think Machado, even with fires, is another responsible thirty-six hundred. Where are you going at third base tonight? No, I think the Machado call uh, does make sense, and that's not just uh, me being an Orioles fan. I mean, uh, each of the last two nights, uh, he's hit he's hit you know deep fly balls that that just just died out on the warning track, uh, just because oddly enough, like the wind was like blowing in at Camden Yards or something. But uh, I don't I don't see, I mean that just kind of goes to show you that uh, despite you know having two less home runs on his ledger, he is putting it out uh, in that range. So at thirty six hundred, uh, I think he makes a ton of sense. Uh, moving down, uh, if you, 
continuing if you want to do some more Royals. Uh, Moustakas at 3,200 is a, n- a nice way of going about it. Um, and then uh, Eugenio Suarez, yeah, I guess. That's where would, I was going next at 28, be, man. I mean, that's yeah. a bargain. See? Yeah. I mean, that game, there's just, you want as much exposure to that game. I'd, I'd say you want more exposure to that game tonight than, than the than like the Rockies Pirates one, honestly. Yeah, I I agree 100% with you. I think, uh, you know, look, you always know what Colorado's going to be, right? But you're also going to have to pay for it. So if you're going to go up to, let's say, the Aaron Nola price range and the GPP, if you feel good about him, uh, more so than Fires, who we mentioned earlier, then you're going to have to roll with guys like Suarez. And, and look, these guys are pretty cost efficient. And I'll tell you what, too, do not sleep on that Dodgers tonight because if that should, if, especially if that, Situation should change. I think we put that out there already, but yes. pay close attention. Very close attention. All right, so that's the third base for you. Let's fly over to shortstop and uh, get a read on these guys. You got Trevor Story at 39, also starting to get hot a little bit. You got uh, Corey Seager, who, you know, we always say the same thing. If it's a lefty, no way. If it's a righty, right now, it's the lefty. That could change. Keep that in mind because all of a sudden now the ownership could be very different of Corey Seager tonight if all of a sudden it's a righty taking the hill and not Garcia. As you right. continue to go down, you got Lindor at 3,500. What are your thoughts on Lindor at home tonight uh, against uh, the Toronto Blue Jays? Uh, it's It's been like a little bit tough to get a read on him of late. You know, he, he's he's – you know the the two fifty seven average. I mean, the floor it's just, hasn't been it's there weird. It's it's yeah. weird for it coming from him. But you know his power numbers have been up. Uh, I think that you know that can almost be said for pretty much any everyday player in baseball this season. It seems like. Uh, but uh, I I just think that where he where he's priced, uh, ver, you know, versus some of the top tier guys, and where he's priced versus some of the guys down below uh, that that I think. Uh, have a little bit better matchups or or, are playing a little bit better. A guy like Elvis Andrews at 2,900. I think that he's, he's more appealing to me that than the 3,500 Lindor when I'm really not expecting a huge return there. Well, and you mentioned Suarez. Let's go right to Cozart at 33 too. I mean, Mm -hmm. to me, Cozart is the other guy that you want. I'll have him and Cozart and Suarez for sure. I think Marlon Gonzalez is sneaky too. Now look, there are some weather concerns in some of these spots too. Some weather concerns of Baltimore, Cincinnati, Colorado. So make sure you're staying up on all of that as you get closer to game time, about two hours out. Don't overreact to it. Just make sure it's a, game, a situation where they're going to get the game in. If it's a pitcher situation that you want, then figure it out. But the offense, don't get shied away, especially in the GPP world, because some people will see potential weather issues and flop out of those games, and that could be your difference maker right there. A lot, one more guy to talk about, Didi Gregorius at 31. I talk about him every single night, it seems like, and every single night I think he's undervalued. He's got another lefty-righty matchup. I talked about him on yesterday's podcast. I told you he was the best value at shortstop, and uh, he was pretty darn good at 15 points he put up. I would imagine I could roll with him again, and you would feel very good. All right, baseball is here, and don't get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. So go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. Don't get greedy. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. Get it right in time for football season, right around the corner here. Let's go. Let's get on that Rotowire bandwagon. All right, oh, yeah. let's go over to the outfield. Charlie Blackman dealing with a leg issue. You got Bryce Harper in Arizona 5K. That's a bit much, but I love me some Giancarlo Stanton at 43 I'm honestly shocked that he's not like 48. Yeah, that that is absurd. I mean, just just kind of like how bored 3300 doesn't make a whole lot of sense. 
Uh, yeah, Stanton at 43. Uh, also, like D. Gordon at, back at second base for under 3,002. Kind of setting the table for for these, you know, sluggers here. Uh, so the run potential is super high. Uh, yeah, Stanton, uh, it seems like the home run derby almost get, almost like allowed him to hit his stride even harder as far as mm-hmm. the, the power is concerned. You know, he's been hitting uh, multi-home run games uh, just of absolute bombs. And again, going against Homer Bailey, uh, it's going to happen. He's homered in, he's homered in three straight games. Uh, it's going to happen again tonight. So uh, save room for it. You know, 4,300, go, go save at other spots because Stanton is like a, a must play tonight. I'll tell you what, if you're, if you don't want to go all the way up there, I do believe that, you know, since you've got starting Marte at 38 in Pittsburgh, you've got McCutcheon in Pittsburgh, Polanco, uh, all these guys, you know, you're going to have to pay a decent amount for, but if you do want shares of, uh, <clears throat> shares of them, I, I can, oh, Hoffman's pitched well. I don't look for Hoffman to be a guy who goes long into games. So when you have guys like Polanco, like McCutcheon, like Marte, who have a little bit of power and speed and can do multiple things. Those are guys that, you know, you can feel a little bit better about the floor in a spot like that, even when you do have to pay for them. Let's talk about Stanton's teammate Ozuna at 37. Now he's been a little bit quieter of late since the break, not quite as on fire as he's been. In fact, he doesn't have a home run <clears throat> since the all-star break, but I have a feeling that's going to change tonight. I'm just uh, putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, th- I think that uh, yeah, a trip to Cincinnati versus Homer Bailey can definitely fix that. And the other guy who's starting to hit the ball better, you know, it's you know, it's been a lost season for the Mets pretty much, but Yoannis Cespedes is starting to hit the ball better too. Now, it's not showing up in the box score every night, but if you're watching him swing the bat, it's it's different. And this is why, you know, you got to watch. It's not all you look at the numbers and you go, okay, well, he's been all right. But he's making better contact, and I think it's only a matter of time before Cespedes heats up. Now, at 36, I'm not in love with the spot, but he is at home. I think that's a pretty good play. And I pointed out the other day, too, last night, Enciarte was a good play. Tonight against Alex Wood, I am much less inclined to go anywhere near Enciarte. Who else do you think is a value in the outfield tonight, John? Yeah, that, that sort of mid-3000s tier is, is a little bit tough to uh... – tough to navigate it is right yeah it's, it's it's usually that's where our like sweet spot is but tonight it's it's bizarre yeah just you know a bunch of guys that that uh you know it either feels like a trap or they haven't been playing up to up to their uh standards you know like a christian yelich or something you know I, I duval is the alone. one that i feel best about to tell yeah, you the truth pretty much and uh, I don't know, I know you like fires for tonight, but Adam Jones has been swinging the bat well, he so he's moving into the leadoff spot. So he makes a little bit of sense. Trumbo as well is starting to find his power uh, to an extent. Uh, but uh, I don't know, do, do you think that like a, a guy like Jay Bruce going against a pretty inexperienced pitcher, uh, you know, when he draws the, the platoon advantage, do you, does he interest you at all? Well, if I'm putting him and Cespedes together a little bit with a little tiny, which sounds crazy, but a little Mets stack, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me all that much. I think I'd want to put those two guys together. I don't know if I'd got to go one off on him, maybe in a multi-entry, I could understand that. But outside of that, I think if you continue to go down there, there are some other guys. I mean, it's, it's tough because you want to like, you see AJ Pollock at 3K, but I don't care. It's Scherzer. I don't think yeah. there's enough floor there uh, for him to even return there. Now, he might, but I don't, that doesn't make it a good play necessarily. Um, I mean, even if you continue to go down, Matt Kemp, another one. I, I know he's got a lefty-righty matchup, but it's Wood. So I think this is a night where we mentioned Cozart, Suarez. We mentioned Bohr. There's a lot more savings in the infield tonight than the outfield. And I think if you're going to yes. be responsible in the cash games, you pay for pitcher, you pay for outfield. 
and you fade down all those top guys in the infield. And if you're going to do GPP play and you're going to go to fires, then you can start, you know, playing around. Maybe you can go up to a Murphy at second base or some of those other spots there, but there's not a whole lot of savings. And if you continue to go down too, I mean, even Keon Broxon, another guy that sometimes we've played around with and put in there at 2,700, also not a great situation because of Nola. So the cheaper exactly. outfielders tonight have bad pitching matchups, and that just happens. It happened a couple weeks ago. I think it was a it was an infield, it was a third base or something, where he said we can't start any of these guys, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like we, yeah, we, yeah. Like once you got below like 3,400, you just like couldn't do it. And luckily, Stanton is not completely overpriced. So at 43, yeah, the ownership is high, but I think you want those shares for sure. Uh, any other last words of wisdom before we close it out today? Uh, as far as, you know, I did the best that I could as far as these, these cheaper outfielders are concerned, trying to find uh, something out there. Um, a guy like Alex Presley, as ugly as that sounds, uh, you know, he's, he's been getting regular playing time since J.D. Uh, Martinez got traded. Uh, hitting 400, played in every game since the break, and he's hitting 400 in that stretch. Uh, so uh, he's under 3,000. Uh, if you really need to go that route, uh, you know, it certainly could be worse. Um, I think. And you uh, mentioned see, Puig, I think, too, at 24 yeah, earlier. 2,400. And then, like you said, uh, we could be seeing uh, a pitching change here it's from uh, Jaime Garcia to Aaron Blair. Uh, and at that point, at 2,400, Puig, Puig is a nice, uh, you know, kind of cap saver there. And I also kind of like Nick Williams at 3,000. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a Phillies guy. He's been in prospect and he's been promising and he, he's starting to show that since uh, Aaron Altair got uh, over on the DL. So uh, hitting 300 against righties, I think he's going against Garza um, against the Brewers. So I think that Williams makes some sense as well, if, you know, if you need to go that route. All right, you can follow him on Twitter at Johnny McKex. You can follow me at Joe Pizapia for John McKechnie and everybody here at Rotowire. I'm Joe Pizapia. Have a great night of Daily Fantasy. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.